It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Dell Technologies. At CDWG, we get that migrating your agency to a hyper-converged infrastructure is challenging. Like me switching to decaf. Gotta do it, don't wanna do it, but gotta do it. Whoa, slow down, friend. CDWG's experts can help simplify your transition from legacy to hyper-converged infrastructure with Dell EMC solutions that offer speed and agility. Do it, do it. Have you done it? Is it done yet? Why isn't it done yet? IT orchestration by CDWG. People who get it. Find out more at cdwg.com slash EMC. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Bengals podcast on a Wednesday. I'm James Erpine. It's Bengals Colts this weekend. I'm going to talk with Trey Hopkins in a couple minutes about that, the Bengals offensive lineman. We'll also talk about the Steelers, some non-football stuff as well. Great to have you in on Twitter at James Rapine at Locked On Bengals. Subscribe iTunes Audioboom.com. The iHeartRadio app as well. Check out LockedOnBengals.com. And I discussed Marvin Lewis today on Cincy 360. If you missed that, search James Rapine in the, the iHeartRadio app. There's a podcast there. I will also post that on my blog at ESPN1530.com. I'm going to dive into Trey Hopkins here in just a second. And uh, get into that interview. But just a heads up, just so you know, John Ross did suit up the practice today. Adam Jones did suit up the practice today. Darren Smith did suit up the practice today. As I record this, we have not figured out whether or not it would, they were full go or not. I will update you on that on my Twitter at James Rapine. So if you're listening to this, that I, by the time you hear it, if I, if I, if I don't see any complete updates and usually they come out around 3 4 o'clock. So I'll be m- much done well past recording this. I will update you on that. But I do know that Ross is out there at full pads practicing today, which is very interesting in a lot of ways. And I, I will give you my two cents on this and I, I will certainly expand on this either t- tomorrow or the next day, maybe even later today after we get the Trey Hopkins. But after what we saw with Joe Mixon on Sunday, why, as a fan, would you buy into John Ross is going to get plenty of run if he is healthy? There's no doubt in my mind, and I asked Joe Goodberry yesterday on our our film review that they needed a guy like Ross out there. No one's getting separation. No one's getting open. And yet, instead of relying on the run game to open up maybe a deep ball to AJ, they didn't give the ball to Joe Mixon. And that that's a perfect setup. For me, in my conversation with Trey Hopkins, the Bengals guard who emerged in training camp as a starter, no one realized that's how it would work, but it has. And in his emergence has let Andre Smith rotate with the tackles, has, has given the offensive line a boost. So I talked to Trey Hopkins about a bunch of stuff. We start out with getting the run game going. We talk about how being down and getting a defensive line just teeing off on you is tough as a member of the offensive line and 
a six-pack of non-football questions. Here's my one-on-one interview with Bengals offensive lineman Trey Hopkins. Trey, I appreciate the time. You look back at that, that Pittsburgh game, it seemed like the running game got going a little bit. Does that give you guys some confidence moving forward? Definitely. I mean, you use every every good point as a, as a springboard into the next week. And, I mean, we went into last week, even actually before the bye week after the Bills game, really – I mean, evaluating ourselves and looking and saying, hey, we have to get our run game going. We have to demand at least, at least four yards per carry. And, I mean, Coach Laser and, and Paul Alexander made it clear that when we came back, we were really going to make that a point of emphasis, and that's what we, we did last week. And, I mean, I think you, you saw the results of that in the game. And now where the goal was four yards per carry next week, I mean, now we're just going to be expecting more of ourselves because, I mean, it's critical to have a run game. I mean, to just set up the rest of your game, your play actions, and just make sure guys aren't just – aren't just able to just be back in coverage. I mean, you, you have to demand respect in, in the run. Um, and, I mean, I think that's going to help us in this and we have to continue to develop. How difficult is it uh, as an offensive line when it was late in the fourth quarter on Sunday mm-hmm. and, and the defense knows that Andy's going to be passing, he's mm-hmm. going to be dropping back, and you know they're coming. Mm-hmm. I, that puts you guys in a, a tough position. How hard is that to, to hold off the, the defenders? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's difficult, but, I mean, we're all here with the job to do. I mean, Andy's put in difficult positions a lot. I mean, there, there's not a position on the field that I think you can say late in the fourth quarter when you're in a situation like we're in that it doesn't get a little more difficult, that things don't get put on the line. And, I mean, we're still expected to do our job. Everybody has confidence in each other that we can do it. And it just comes down to, I mean, you got to make those plays when it comes down to crunch time. How hard is it to move on from a rivalry game like that and kind of turn the page to the next week? I, I mean... It could be as difficult as you want it to be, but I don't think it's one of those things where you just don't have a choice. I mean, you have another opponent, and you can't you can't sit on it too long. I mean, we have Mondays to come in and evaluate Monday to, and see what you've done and, and watch your film and go over with your coaches. But I mean, if you want to sit there for a little bit on Tuesday and think about it, but for the most part, come Tuesday, you're watching film on the next team. You don't really have time to still be worried about Pittsburgh. I mean, we have a, a great team coming in here this week that um, we're going to have to play. And worrying about Pittsburgh still this week isn't going to really help us. In the locker room with Trey Hopkins, a few more minutes with him. You talk about the, the Colts, and, and let's look ahead to them. What have you seen from their defensive line, the, the guys up front? I know you're familiar with Marcus Hunt. You yeah. should be in on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, they're, they're another talented defensive front. They've got big guys up there. They've got Hankins up there. I mean, they've got some, some great rushes on in, in the nickel front. Like you mentioned, Marcus Hunt, I mean, somebody that we've had here. And, and we know what those guys can do. We saw them in the preseason. I mean, we don't see their, their starting line. But, I mean, even the backup guys are, are, are very good. I'm also familiar with um, Hassan Ridgeway. I went to college with him. Okay. And, and, I mean, they have very talented front and it's going to be another challenge for us i mean we have to we have to compete we have to continue to to get ready in this game obviously being two and four it's it's important just standings wise Mm -hmm. is it hard to to go up against a team that you know is going to be desperate when they come in here desperate for a win i think both of our teams are in a similar position we're in we're in spots that we don't exactly feel comfortable with we're not we're not happy about where we are, so it's going to be it's going to be a grind. It's going to be clawing for for every inch. I think from, from both teams because we're we we need it. Yeah, quite honestly, I mean, and I think that's that's the kind of game it's going to be. Six pack of, of non football questions with Trey Hopkins in the Bengals locker room. First one: What's your favorite breakfast food? Pancakes, syrup, butter. Yep, lots <laughs> of syrup, hot syrup. I always warm my syrup up. If you didn't play football, what would you be doing? Uh, I want to be a physical therapist. Is that something that you could consider doing after yeah. after football as well? Yeah, definitely. Physical therapy or uh, teaching. Yeah. What would you teach? Uh, 
English or science. I love to read, so English would be a, a cool thing for me. Getting other people interested in reading, I think, is a big thing. That's a, a nice segue. What's what's your favorite book? Favorite book? Oh, I was a huge Harry Potter nerd growing up, okay. and I, I still go back to Harry Potter <laughs> every now and then. So that'll that'll definitely be it. That's, that's yeah. interesting. Do you like the movies? Were they a good rendition? Because I've seen all the movies. I read like half the books. Yeah. See, I'm one of the people that I mean. You'll hear a lot. I mean, the books are so much better than the movies, and they are. So, I, I mean, I, I enjoy the movies because it's cool just seeing an adaptation of it. But when you read the books and you're as big into them as I was, you always prefer the movies a little bit more. When you're not playing football, not reading, mm-hmm. what are you doing with your free time? Playing video games. Mm-hmm. All right. What's yeah, your favorite video uh, game? I play uh, Xbox uh, Destiny, Destiny 2 right now, yeah. Okay. Sports games at all, or is it nah, just adventure and RPG yeah, stuff like that? Yeah, shooters and things like that. Okay, it's Call of Duty. Mm. Okay. If you had one restaurant in Cincinnati locally here that you like, is there one that stands out? Waltz. Or what's it called? To Waltz Hitching Post. Oh, okay. What's your favorite thing there? Uh, the ribeye and get it with a steak and cake with a crab cake on top of it. It's really good. And uh, last question here for Trey Hopkins. Are you a Nike, Adidas, Under Armour? What's, uh, what's your brand of choice that you like to wear the most? I'll say I'll take any of them if they'll give me some money. Um, All right, so Trey on. Hopkins open for the endorsement, <laughs> right? For it, yeah, open for it. I, I appreciate the time. Good luck against the Colts. All right, thank you. That's Trey Hopkins. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today on Twitter, at James Rapine, at Locked on Bengals. Today's going to be a short podcast just uh, for, for a variety of reasons. I, I will mention this, though, real quick, before we go, before we get out of here. This week is exactly what the Browns week was. And, and what I mean by that, I've had a lot of people ask me, well, what, what happens this week, James? What go, what's going to go on? What's going to happen? What if they lose? The Bengals can't lose this week. The, the danger of going to Cleveland when they did at 0-3 is... The, the heads that would roll if they lost and went to 0-4, what it would do to your fan base, what it would do to... It would be rock bottom, right? That's what this indie game is now. Instead of... And it's partially because of how bad Indy's been and how they got their ass kicked last week. So now, if you're the Bengals at home, you got your ass kicked last week, you have to beat the, the Colts. And if I'm Marvin Lewis, I pull out all the stops. I try to get A.J. Green multiple touchdowns. I try to get Mixon rolling. I try to dominate this football game from start to finish to try to, one, give, give our players some confidence, two, give the fan base some confidence going into the toughest stretch of the season, in my mind, at Jacksonville, at Tennessee, at Denver. Those three games are going to be brutal. You have to win this home game against, uh, against Indy. I think you have to win it convincingly. So to me, it, it's, it, it's good problems to have because you're definitely more talented than the team that's coming in. But at the same time, if you have an off day, if they somehow get over the hump, if they come in here and beat you, it's going to be a really bad, awful look. Especially if guys like Brandon LaFell, Jeremy Hill are getting the ball when John Ross could potentially be healthy, when Joe Mixon's out there doing what he did on Sunday. You got to get your best players the ball. A.J. Green, Joe Mixon. I'm a big John Ross guy, but I need to see A.J. and Joe get the ball 40 times on Sunday. 40 targets between the two of them. A.J. Green can have, what, 12 to 15 targets, 8 catches, 100-plus yards, a touchdown. Joe Mixon, 20 to 25 touches. Period. You need to be close to that 40-touch mark with your best players. 
It's that damn simple. Now, if you blow him out early, all bets are off. Put Jeremy Hill in. If not, it should be the AJ and Joe show until further notice. I'm James Erpine. Thank you for tuning in. Sorry today was short. We'll be back at it tomorrow. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Audioboom.com. Check out LockedOnBengals.com for multiple film reviews, podcasts, and more. Until tomorrow, I'm James Erpine. Thank you for listening to the Locked On Bengals podcast. Did you watch the 2020 Reds with higher expectations than a first-round wild-card exit of epic proportions? Did you think that the Reds hitting would come around with the signings that they made last offseason? Are you wondering who is asking you all of these questions? Hi, my name is Jeff Carr, and I host the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Throughout the offseason, I'm going to take a look at these Reds, how they fix what didn't work in 2020, and how they continue their success in 2021. But wait, there's more. I'll also have interesting interviews with players, writers, and everyone in between talking about the Cincinnati Reds. Come join me on the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day.